that's cool. God, we're, what an it asshole. makes her look like a movie star, though. Like she's like she's got something to hide. Yeah. She's on drugs. Absolutely. Which I love. Are we? <laughs> are we? So are we funny. taping? Uh, check, 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 check. Hold on, let me. Get everything rocking and rolling. Uh, yes, we are. Oh, All right. Well, welcome to the Sea Otter Town Hall podcast with Dylan Krasinski and me, Michael Kerrigan, and our lovely guest, Ruth Allen. Hell yeah. <laughs> that sounded forced. I mean, hell listen. yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> sounded like you took like a course from Steve-O. He's like, yeah, say hell yeah all the time. Dude, hell yeah. That's so funny. Well, Ruth, we're very happy to have you here. I'm happy uh, to be here. Only 45 minutes late. Super exciting <laughs> stuff. Um I had to get my Red Bull. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm glad that we scheduled this. Uh, <laughs> listen, it's really nice. Listen, uh, I live super close by. You know when you're close to something and you're like, I got time. I do that. It fun. actually makes it worse for me. Like if I lived right beside a club, I'd be late for every show. Yeah, absolutely. Because you just yeah. sleep to like the last second. Literally the last second you have. It was like 144. Uh, and I was like, I think I should head over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we did the pod before this at noon. And uh, literally, I got out of bed to get in the shower. I had to do this whole setup. I got out of bed at like mm, 1140. <laughs> 1140. Set up this whole. Okay. It's a lot. Very you know? elaborate. <laughs> That yeah yeah. There's a lot of stuff here. There's a lot of wires. I got to take them all out of my room. That's true. That's true. You no, know, listen. There's a lot that goes into this. It's very professional. It does. Do you make beats on this? Yeah. It does, it, it does look like a beat maker, doesn't when, it? Um, oh, and you know what these do? These uh, I think they'll. Oh. They should go into the. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Is that a bird one? It's thing? just too far away. I can't reach him. I think it was a cricket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time Mike tells a joke, baby. Yeah. Someone <laughs> was doing that at an open mic once, and I was like, this is. That's mean so, as shit. It was yeah. mean, but it was so funny. But yeah, hilarious. And it was oh. it was bad. It was a bad joke. Yeah. But you know what? It really isn't accurate to do crickets in New York. It should be like like rats like Fighting. scurrying, <laughs> like a rat scurry. <laughs> yes. Or like somebody ordering from a bodega. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking. Uh, um, chopped cheese, no tomato. Thank mm-hmm. you. How do you feel about dogfighting? You pro or against it? <laughs> against? <laughs> I'm against dogfighting. Me too. Sure. I'm 100% against dogfighting. I think it's gross. But how would you feel about pigeon fighting? I could be convinced. Yeah, and then I was thinking, like, when we get bored with that, we're going to have the pigeons fight the rats. And it's going to be pigeons versus rats. To be honest, I'd be more interested in seeing a pigeon and a rat fight because I had no idea. I, I couldn't even guess who would win. I, I would know, think rat, they're but... They're the same family, right? It's like they say pigeons are like rats, rats with wings. Yeah, rats I mean, with scientific, wings. Some scientists are watching this like, no, not <laughs> even close. close. Not even close. I like that you think that there are scientists, mo- multiple scientists watching our podcast. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's, that's also, hey, it's all about having a positive attitude. Absolutely. Oh. I'm wearing pants with a rip in them, and I wish uh, that I could say that it happened recently. It happened weeks ago, and I it's... Don't look for it. It's in oh, the worst possible Oh, it's in your crotch. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, you should be able to be charged as like a predator for that. <laughs> I only realized because I didn't think about it on the last pod, but I'm literally, I have to keep like my, like, I don't know what the camera angle is. It's just going to like a, my I, other I jeans are dirty. like that. I have like too these much. linen work pants ripped in the crotch. And I used they to have this. They are linen. Oh, my God. All linen in the summer. Have you all ever. <laughs> it's all linen in the summer. Ask baby. them how much those pants cost. How much do they cost? These were these were not the expensive ones. Ask him. This is a guy. This is a guy. Mike is a guy who sleeps on the floor 
because he doesn't want to spend money to go to a chiropractor to fix his back. And then he told me, ask him what his most expensive pair of linen pants are. $145. Alex Crane, the uh, linen artist. That is insane to me. He has a roommate who's addicted to crack, but he's like, I'll spend $150. That guy has been missing for months. We threw him out. Really? He was smoking crack. He threatened to kill everyone in the apartment. He told me he was always, he always would let me in. Like he, he was one of these guys who was so not slick about anything. He'd be like, Mike, I don't, you know, he'd like tell me his secrets. He'd be like, I'm the one, you know, doing smoke. I'm like, dude, I know you're the one smoking crack. You know what I mean? Or like, <laughs> what does crack smell like? It actually kind of, this is an accurate. I like that, that was really. your first question. <laughs> not like what I don't happened wanna say, He's like, life. I know you're smoking I don't want to say burning plastic, but it's got like a, it's okay. nothing like weed. It's like you smell it and you're like, imagine. it's an unnatural smell kind of. Like, like burning like, chemicals? Yeah, kind of like, like if that. you light hair on fire. No, like burning like, metal. Have you ever heard like mm. smelled construction workers like they're like welding? Ooh, it's like a gross smell. I only know the smell really well because it was a lady who was just took a huge crack rip when I was coming down the subway, blew it like you know one of those perfect timings like right in my face, and I was Did like, "Did you get like a contact crack eye?" No, it's more of a vapor. Okay, it's a lot more like a vapor than than. Um, that's why I was impressed by her. She must have mixed tobacco to get that amount of smoke because like when you see people ripping crack. They exhale like nothing, dude. I would have had a fucking I'm sorry instant. That, like I've, le- I kind of leaked <laughs> a little thing where I've seen me ripping crack. I would have had an instant panic attack, yeah. just fucking freaking out, thinking I was gonna get a crack high, and then addicted, yeah, and then all host. of a sudden, one I'm, time you know, I was smoking out a handies joint on the corner with comics when yeah. I first moved here. Okay, and I was nervous, and I immediately dropped the joint on the ground, and everybody was like, "Oh, oh my god!" And I was like, "This is really humiliating." And I was the first person to spark it up, and then I passed it. And the guy who had rolled it, I was like, that tasted really good. Like, what's what strain is it? And he was like, oh, I'm not really sure, but I did sprinkle a little H in there. Are and you fucking like, kidding me? <laughs> it was a joke, but I didn't know that. And I was so determined not to be uncool that I was like, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, <laughs> I got to go. And this was at the tiny cupboard. So I was like pretty close to home. But yo, as I was sprinting through Bushwick, because I was like, I got to get home before the H hits. Because <laughs> I'm not going to be slumped down in this neighborhood. But I like, yeah, I woke up and I had fallen asleep on top of my sheets with all my clothes on, like my winter jacket and everything. Uh, and then the next day he was like, it was a joke. And I was like, well, the placebo heroin effect was pretty intense. Dude, that sounds like it might have actually been placed. I would have been... I would have had a straight up, I would have gone to the ER probably. I'm like, this guy said that there was heroin. Oh my God. That's too much. I can't handle that. Right? I was like, Ugh. I can't believe I accidentally did heroin. I've been here for like four months. Not a fun joke. That's such a classic like New York tale. That's exactly, she's like, I got off the bus to be a, com-. you're like talking to a homeless person. Like I got off the bus to be a comedian. <laughs> yeah. Bang. They lace a joint with heroin. I'm hooked. I'm hooked. <laughs> my life is over. Uh-huh. I came here to be an artist and now I live on the corner. I'm a junkie. That, that's the way it Luckily, goes. That's not the case. The progression. Have you been in Bushwick your whole time here? Mm-hmm. This neighborhood? Yes. I okay, well. um, have lived on Covert pretty much the whole time. I lived I mean, in Ridgewood, Queens. you just given out your address to the... Oh, shit. Well, can you bleep it? Hundreds of thousands of listeners. <laughs> yeah, open micers are just going to show up to my street. I mean, I wouldn't be worried about the open micers. With our, with our fan base, I'd be more worried about What's the other base? people. 
I don't know our fan dudes. base, yes, but I, I actually don't either. It's I love uh, the comments, guys. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. We like the we like the positive ones, also the negative ones. I love the ones where they don't believe the story. Yeah, they are, are all true. Oh, people stories. are calling your bluff. They're like you, you liar. Yeah, they're, or they're like white privilege, and I'm like, <laughs> those are actually my favorite ones. That's Every not time white privilege, it's white power. <laughs> <laughs> Every time Mike tells a story about like avoiding an arrest or one of his friends avoiding an arrest, everybody will just be like, if you weren't white, this would never happen. And it just drives the clips up. I love it. Yeah. My, there's, a, it's, there's truth in it. There's a truth to that for sure. Yeah. My theory, though, when I was younger, now we're not in a blackout because I never got arrested, is people like guys I knew that got arrested. I'm like, guys who get arrested want to get arrested. You know what I mean? You're not thinking, you're not, you're not making the maneuvers to not get arrested. You ever heard of running really fast? <laughs> You either you either chalk it up. You're either like I'm gonna talk my way out of this, or I'm gonna run first. Some of these idiots they don't run and then they panic. Once once the guy's talking to you, bro, it's over. It's too yeah, late. The panic totally. ain't gonna. They then they try to run when like you know the cops have them. Like it's like five idiot. cops surrounding them. Yeah, I've seen that happen. The guys they start like they just lose it. Have you ever been arrested? Um. No, I don't believe. I, I mean, the way you said that was so believable, out of control. Uh, yeah, I have, but I don't want to talk about it. That's fine. <laughs> okay, okay. It's you not know. like a funny story. It's like from when I was a teenager and kind of like stupid. Okay, it's not a fun, That's fine. cool story. Do you have any better stories remember, about like, almost being arrested? Or about like almost being arrested? I mean, yeah. One time I was almost arrested with a group of people in a car. Like, it was a fully packed car, and we had been smoking weed and got caught in a speed trap. Ooh, and then when they rolled brutal. down the window, it was like smoke literally like billowed out. <laughs> and the cop was like, okay, so we got a different situation. You were speeding, but God. And they took everybody out of the car. And this was back in Minnesota. And it was in the middle of winter, so it's like oh. sub zero out, and they have us all like up against the cop car, and they're strip searching everybody, or not like strip search, uh, they're just like patting everybody down, and they were tearing the car apart trying to Get find weed, and I was just like, this sucks, you know. <laughs> Because we were going to go see a movie. It was, I think, like Interstellar or something. Oh, my God. It's perfect. <laughs> Get like, high and go see Interstellar? Come exactly. on. Exactly. It was going to be sick. Um, but it was really upsetting, and everybody was real nervous. But they couldn't find anything because we had, like, smoked a joint and then tossed it out. Yeah, smart. But it just, like, the smell was so strong. And uh, as we were leaving, the cops were, like, furious they just were able to give a speeding ticket but they really wanted to like get us on a drug charge and they weren't able to um but and when we got back in the car everybody was like we thought for sure you were gonna snitch like we thought for <laughs> sure you were gonna fold and be like we were smoking weed i'm sorry i was like no that's mean i know yeah. it was i have kind of like a snitch face but I, i'll hold it down not with those glasses no that's <laughs> why i'm wearing them i'm like just a little bit of you look like a something. fucking Hard, like hard in coke. prison. Yeah, it looks like you got a ton of secrets and nobody's ever finding the bodies. Or the money. No, I'm just looking. I was thinking about those glasses. They do make you look like like a. They got a movie coming about you, like how it all kind of. You know, you were a star and how you got all all messed up. All on the messed way. up. It's like a Robert Downey Jr. kind of. Yeah, but he he's guy. one of those guys who turned it around. Mm. He did. Mm -hmm. 
But he was, was doing black tar heroin in his trailer. Was he really? Like, yeah. Dude, he was part yeah. of like not the Rat Pack, but like the the Brat the Brat, brat pack. pack. That's what they were called. Dude, the the Brat Pack. Leonardo the Brat Pack probably did more coke than the Rat Pack. They started at like eight. Dude, Drew Barrymore was doing coke when she was like, "Yeah, I was at a party. I was seven. Yeah, I started doing coke with <laughs> yeah, these guys I was dating at the time. While she's my doing, parents she's were doing coke up. between takes at ET. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable, man. With her apple juice, apple juice and coke. Uh, apple juice and coke. <laughs> Another one doing great. Survived that type of crazy, you know, lifestyle. Yeah, I actually did coke for the first time after doing stand up. I thought you were going to say with Drew Barrymore. No, <laughs> that like, would oh, be a that better is interesting. Story. I wish, my God. But did you did you like it? It w- I was kind of underwhelmed. Okay, I would say because I don't never know if it. I did a lot. You've never done no. coke? No, I always, I would just talked about it. I'm too. I was too nervous when I was younger. I was just too scared, being like, oh, "I'm gonna die." And now I'm like 33, and it's like I'm not gonna start doing cocaine. But you could yeah. just do it casually. It's I mean, listen. you have to like start and continue doing it. You should really watch how they make coke, and it'll turn you away. They used to okay. They used to make everything was taken. Um, like if you were gonna abstract, extract when the, when the, the government was making it, yeah. it was safer. Now, and no, that's true because they. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Yeah, that's true. It's they they would use alcohol. That's how you yeah. would extract anything from an herb or a plant. Use use like clean alcohol, but that became like too expensive. So the cartels use that. You know how they call it gasoline. They use diesel fuel, and then they have to clean it out. And then they use battery. Out. You're like, bro, this is. I don't know how you even live after you do it. And it kind of does smell a little bit like gas to me when I smell it. It's it like a little bit, and that's why. Um, Guys have problem with like erectile dysfunction because of coke. In because the seventies, no, because they changed the chemical <laughs> properties of it. Like Joey Diaz, will talk about it on his uh, podcast. That and his like pro kidnapping campaign. He's got. He's like legalize kidnapping. Don't be a, don't be a hot on about it. There it is. <laughs> Shit, sorry. Cancel the pod. Cancel it. <laughs> Ding. It was like a gun. <laughs> it was a perfect uh, end to uh, Kerrigan's ki- yeah. legalized kidnapping bit. Hey, I'm against it. I'm against kidnapping. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what I thought about the other day? Dude, they're not kids either. When you're an adult, isn't it like adult napping? But that doesn't sound right. Adult. It sounds like, like you can get kidnapped as an adult, but you're a grown up. That sounds like a Seinfeld it. bit. It's a dark Seinfeld. What do you call it? Adult napping? <laughs> hey, yeah. <It's, laughs> yeah. That was like a really bad Kidnapping, more like adult napping. I don't know. And there's no naps involved. Why are they like, calling it a napping? I was awake the whole time. <laughs> They're not going to sleep. Unless you I was too scared to sleep. To sleep. What's yeah. it called when an adult gets kidnapped? They still call it kidnapping. They I call like the- it... Uh, Predatory kidnapping? I don't know. Still kidnapping. <laughs> there's no difference. I like how you just... I like how you Googled it being like... Is it still kidnapping? And the Google's going to be like, like mm, uh, we're going to look into her. Whatever. Oh, I guess. Am I on a watch Dude, Did I ever tell you this one? Um, tell me. I was groomed once. I didn't realize it till afterwards. Yeah, I was groomed by this guy, right? Here's the worst part about it. Bro, I was 35 years old. <laughs> what? This guy was like I, plotting to molest me as a child. I'm, and like, If I could meet him again, I'd be like, yo, dude, I was an adult. <laughs> you can't you gotta groom but like you know how i knew i was being groomed like i remember he would get i used to sell him weed he would get mad and nervous but he was that type of guy like he'd be shaking but then is the night i knew and he'd always bring up like skinny dipping and all this like weird stuff he used to do he's like oh it was great we used to live in the subway tunnels and we'd be jerking <laughs> each other off and i'm like dude wait, where does great come in you were <laughs> homeless so then one He's night so dude he hands me a lightsaber i'm like i was like Dude, I'm not a kid. You can't molest an adult. I am an, a grown man. I live by myself. 
That's the type of disrespect you get when you're me. Like this guy was like, you know, if he's bragging to his predator buddy, he's like, I got this real, this real kid. I'm trying to get the like, how old is he? 35 years old. I'm a grown up. Jesus Christ. I'm dude. an adult. You yeah. can't molest an adult. Yeah, I'm an adult, right? Isn't that weird? <laughs> what the fuck? What is that guy doing now? You keep in touch? In the subway and jerk oh, absolutely out. not. Absolutely not. I mean, how do you even meet? The, you said you were selling weed to him? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was a, uh, like someone vouched for him. He did buy a lot of weed, though. Wh- who? What guy vouched for him? The guy that worked security. He was a comedian. He was a security guard at the building where this guy was, like, working. <laughs> Good God. What did the guy do for work? Oh I don't God. know, dude. He was mad nervous. Who knows? Those people yeah, you saying mad nervous? This guy was, was trying to molest me, and he was mad nervous. Yeah. He's, like, shaking. <laughs> I honestly think... I think he just found you attractive, and he was trying to hit on you. He's married. Bringing... <laughs> To a woman? Yeah. You know what it was? He was probably married and he's trying to get something on the side. Mm. Oh, of course. It's side. I mean, he's not going to bring me into the marriage, bro. Invite you over for dinner? Maybe he would, actually, these days. I don't know. These days? Who knows? You just show up expecting to have an experimental thing. He's got a bouncy cancel in the back. We talked about that the other day. We talked about cheating at Old Man Hustle the other day. Remember? Mm, Cheating what? Yeah, I think so. Remind me. About, like, uh, I was, like, have you ever, like, cheated on somebody or been enabling? In- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to talk about this, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, like, immediately, never mind. Yeah, no, um, no, what I said, what about I, you? I would never cheat on have somebody. I, yeah, I have. You I've have never cheated, cheated on somebody, but I've facilitated cheating. Okay, all right. But if because you're single. I, think, I mean, like, yeah, you're single, I think, like, I mean, I'm not doing anything wrong, and they suck, so, I mean, I... <laughs> Try not to make that, no, anyway. that's the thing. No, no, no. Because that, that was what I said. I, I get that it's the same, but like I would never cheat on someone if I'm with them. Like I wouldn't be with someone in a relationship if I wanted to be with other people. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. That's what um, I'm saying. People who cheat, I'm like, break up with your fucking partner. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very loyal. But like coward. if someone, if someone, you know, is, if I'm single and someone is like in a not great relationship and they're trying to like, you know, who am I to blow it up? Who am I to tell them situation? like, you know, they shouldn't be doing that? What am I going to be like? You shouldn't do this. They're going to just go find someone else to deal yeah. with. You that's know? what. Yes, that's what we were. That's what about. we were talking it's like, about. They're, they're just going to fuck somebody. So might as well be me or you. Might you know? as well be me. <laughs> <laughs> the high moral standard on this. All right. Town Hall Mike, podcast. Dude, you know, comments are going to be blowing never? up. Ugh, well, Mike celebrate. This is why I don't do podcasts. A, Mike's it's a like, virgin. Whatever. I wish I was a virgin. Oh, when did you lose your virginity? <laughs> Next week. Uh, what? Three o'clock. But why? You wish you were a virgin? No, I think it would be cool if you had the. You know what I mean? To stick with that. It's very. It's very you difficult. Would be deranged. Yeah, it's tough not to be deranged. You would definitely. I mean, be more deranged. so than you already well, that's, are. Well, that's that's like. why they. That's why they used to. That's why I'm a big fan of uh, arranged marriages. I think it's a great thing. Yeah, because right? it takes a lot of stress out of it. Yeah, it takes a lot of stress. That's why they used to marry them off early, so that you know they wouldn't be whoring around town. <laughs> but think about it. You know who who hates arranged marriages? <laughs> Therapists. Therapists feed oh. off of people just being being upset. That's why I think they kind of encourage, especially women, they're like, don't don't change your lifestyle. Keep doing that because it's money in the bank, baby. Yeah. Uh-huh. All mm. the trauma that comes in. This is what I did want to talk about. The other thing we were talking about, and I told you I was going to bring this up. The uh, I feel like this is when Ruth and I became like kind of like. I feel like we became friends through yeah, this experience. He was, was going to say best friends. He wanted to say no. We best are best friends. friends. When we became I mean, best friends. When we became best friends, um, we were at, we were at the show and we did the show and there was this 
guy there who was like Adonis. Like he was this beautiful man. He looked like, honestly, do you ever see 300? He looked like the villain. Like mm. uh, Xerxes, he looked like that guy. The guy and was like really damn. tall. He was like he, he yeah bald. Everybody, all the comics on stage kept being like, "Are you gay?" Like, oh, you, like because he was wearing a very like, you know, a very loud outfit, and he like just looked really good. Like you could tell he probably gets pedicures. Like he has a skincare routine, all this stuff. And uh, he was with this other woman who was also beautiful, uh, and. I had a really good set, and I was like, oh, I definitely am going to talk to this girl after. <laughs> and Ruth and I are in the back sitting there, and I was like, oh, that girl at the bar is so cute, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And the both of them come over after to talk to us, and immediately, this woman is, like, a little drunk, and she immediately, like, couldn't, couldn't walk past me faster, walks right up to Ruth and is like, you are so good. Oh, my God, I love you. Hugging her, like kissing her and being like, we're going to a club. Like, you should come with us. Come yeah. with us right now. And then she, like, looks at me and she's like, I mean, you could come too, I guess. <laughs> I was just like, well, I'm not going. Um, Dude, because I almost didn't go. Because they both seemed just like. Uh, I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. It was some dance club and it was honestly too much. She was twerking on me so hard at the club. She knocked me over at one point. I slammed my knee so hard into the ground that it like threw my jeans, made my knee bleed. Really? And then you told, so then I see fast forward and then I want you to tell your side. Fast forward. I see Ruth like a week later and I go, Hey, do you end up like hooking up with that girl? Like she seems super into you. And Ruth goes, no, she got too drunk at the club. So I fucked her boyfriend. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, I mean, they weren't like she lived in Canada. It wasn't that serious. But uh, yeah, sound like kind of like swinger types. A little bit. It was that I don't kind of vibe. I didn't think they were together. Because she was making out with me at the club. That's and so I was funny. like, Dad, I, I was like, all right. And I was focused on her. And he was just mind. kind of in the peripheral. He was lurking around and, like, buying us drinks and stuff. But then she got hammered and was kind of out of commission for a second. And I was talking to him. And he was just like, why don't we do something? And I was like, why don't we do something? <laughs> but uh, he lived in Long Island City. And I had to go all the way out there. This is what we talked about. Remember? I thought he lived in Jersey City. I can't remember. What's the difference? Big difference. Uh, big I know difference. there's a big difference. Jersey One City, is like, you'd know if you were to Jersey City. You got to get like a path train. Yeah. You told me it was Jersey City. Long Island I think, City's like, I think it, it was Jersey City. I think it was Jersey City. This is I'm also sure. this guy. I can't bef- remember because I didn't care. Before you guys so left, he was showing me pictures of his apartment. And he yeah, was like. had a stripper pole. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on here? It was so, he was such a douche, but he was really hot. <laughs> so, whatever. He Go still his, has my clothes. I yes. still haven't so got my tell, clothes. This is my favorite part You're of the story. Those clothes back. <laughs> I fucking better. You woke up, right? You slept at his house and he left you. Yes. He left you to like go to work, right? And yeah, he you gave told me, me a key to his place. <laughs> it was like, if you want to leave and come back, here's the key. And like, whatever, just do your thing. And I was like, okay. Completely and normal behavior for someone you've known under 12 hours. Absolutely, right? I was just like, all right. And then there was like cameras in the house too. And I turned them all towards the wall because <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to let this guy oh, the, fucking the, watch they me watch, all day. They wa- that's, that's part of his kick. They watch. These, oh, I mean, they watch. Dude, they watch. I've seen a thing on it. Um, 
it was a gay guy on TV, and he's like, oh, of course I watch all. You probably heard about it. He's like, oh, of course I watch all the guys I leave there. If the NSA does it, I'll do it too. Mm. Yeah, it's, like an, it's probably a new thing. I think it's probably smart to have cameras in your house if you're just going to leave a stranger. Mm. Um, but I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to do anything weird. I just watched uh, like a comedy special oh. on his projector and it made a pizza. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to bounce. And then I was like, where are my clothes? And I searched his entire apartment and couldn't find like a sock or anything. I looked in the washing machine, which later he was like, I washed your clothes. But I'm like, that's where I looked first mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i really like that shirt so i think his name is christopher i'm not sure please give me my shirt Yo, back. cough it up big guy <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I mean like the that shit that he's doing lot. so the weirdest part i mean the weirdest part that i don't even think i said was weird at the moment but like you just put on his clothes yeah you I did. found clothes of his and just took, went home i took his clothes and i bounced and i, I mean, left him a note with my number and i said i like that shirt um, made the trek from please, jersey yeah. city to deep Bushwick, Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. That was probably an hour and a half commute. That Maybe it was. longer. And I had a show like soon. Ugh. And it took, I looked at it, like was tearing his place apart for like three hours. Cause I was like, I really want to find my fucking clothes. He's such a big dude that I was like, I'm not going to be able to find clothes that fit me to leave and not look like a dumbass. <laughs> so yeah, I ended up leaving oh. in like a black t-shirt with a shamrock on it and weird like athletic leggings and some pretty cool socks. I'm going to keep those. And you and you heard from him, but he like has not given you. Yeah, the Yeah, he back. was like, "Let's meet up." Uh, he's texting me his work schedule, mm. and then I was just like, "I don't want to see this guy again." Oh, that's the old Costanza move. <laughs> Except for he does it the reverse way. See, Costanza, what he does is when he's at a woman's place, he'll like throw his hat down. So then he has a callback. He's like, "Oh, you know, I left the hat over." This guy, he steals your clothes and then he bargains you to get them back. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's like, why don't you just meet me at this uh, this club? I'll give you your shirt back. Yeah, we'll like because he was like, oh, it was like Friday work for you, and I was like, I have shows, but I'll get back to you. And then I just never got back to him. Uh, I forgot. You got it. You said I thought you had a good idea. Was like just send him Venmo him money and have him ship it to you. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to see your dumbass again. He was yeah, annoying. I think that's the move. He was just like annoying. That's the thing with hot people. I can't stand them. It's like no it's personality. Fun. No personality. Mm. And like the fucking's fine, but <laughs> all right. Like, I oh, mean, you're hot. Cool. It's crazy the way you've described this guy. Oh, this was the thing. Did he have, you told me, um, posters unframed? Yeah. On the wall? I mean, come on. Did yeah, he have a flag? No, he didn't have a flag, yeah. but it was a lot of stuff that looked like cheap hotel decorations, mm. you know, mm -hmm. like in Florida or something. Yeah, stripper pole. He had pole. a lot of tropical shorts hanging, and I was like, this fucking guy, ew. He had like a fake palm tree, didn't he? <laughs> No, <laughs> he showed me a picture and I swear to God, bar. I thought there was a palm tree there. I opened the fridge and it was like all booze oh and there's one frozen pizza in the freezer. And I was like, I guess I'm eating that. But like, my God, what the fuck is wrong with this man? I Truly legit think that that's not where man. he lives. I think he's probably like got a, a family apartment. and that's his burner apartment. Remember, he, he said he had in. kids. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you're racking families now? <laughs> <laughs> you two are two peas in a pod over here. No, he's not married. <laughs> he just no. has kids. He said, I think he was lying, but he said the man, the girl at the bar, that they had kids together. Yeah, I think they were lying. Yeah, which was not true, because she was, like, in her 20s, and he was in his 30s. So, okay, let's go back to her. So she gets trashed out drunk. Did you guys just 
like throw her in a trash pile? What happened to her? <laughs> like that's kind of a New York move. We put her in an Uber home. Oh, that's oh, safe. Okay, that's cool. And she was looking at me like, "Don't, uh, no." She was drunk, but it was like she was upset. There was at one point she looked over and we were kissing, and she looked so mad. Wow. And I was like, "Sorry." <laughs> <laughs> it's just I was like because at one point she was families. like this is like my sugar daddy or whatever and I was like okay so like a weird sketchy situation you're going back to yeah. Canada tomorrow you don't really know this dude she was just seemed to be really possessive and mm. was upset and the thing is I was dressed like a fucking dude so it was really funny I was mainly paying attention to her because that was the like objective right is this really hot girl came up and I was like okay hot guy tag along this is gonna be fun but then she just got wasted. And I yeah, was like, I what do you bar. want me to do? And you busted my knee. I was kind of pissed. I was like. Man, <sighs> yeah, that half invite really upset me. I was like, I guess I'll just fucking sit here like a fucking loser. It would have been loser. so fun if you had come. Oh, my God. I should have. Now I wish I did. I appreciate honestly. the half invite because I've had like people that are either dating or on a date. And they're like dead serious. They're like, no, no, come. I'm like, dude, I'm, nev- I'm, I'm very honest. I'm like, I would never. There's nothing I, I would rather not do. Harrigan, do you fuck people after shows? No, I try to stay. I'm I'm a I'm a Christian here. I'm trying to stay clean. Right. You said you wish you were a virgin. That's so funny. Yeah, but no, I try to. You know, I, I'm not not a perfect person here, but I'm trying not trying to become like a you know one of these man whores. Have you ever met someone after a show? Yeah, I mean, so why are you so judgmental, dude? Judgmental about what? Because he's wearing linen. I was he talking about judgmental about what? You guys hooking up with with couples? No, that just, was like you a meet someone after a show. Thing. I don't. I'm not judgmental. You guys doing that? Casually, just uh, keep texting like while we're on the I'm fucking sorry, podcast. I'm no big sorry, deal. I'm sorry. I'm just. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. Um, <laughs> I used to. Meet, I used to meet a when I was doing LOL. You meet. You'd meet a lot of women. Yeah. At mm-hmm. LOL, and I don't think I never went home with any. I went back to one girl's hotel, but we didn't. We didn't end up hooking up. She was like had had a kid, and you that, just talked about her kid. So what did you do? I left pretty quick. <laughs> but no, I don't want to get, ca- you could easily get caught up and that's kind of like a comics thing. It's like, becomes an addiction. What? Just hooking up after, sh- at, like you can, especially if you're doing well, you can do that every night. It's true. If you're at a it's hot true. club, right? And then you're sure. just, yeah. a, then you're like one of those empty sex addicts. You know what I mean? I don't think it's like a sex Jeez. addiction. Do you hear all the judgment in his Jeez. voice? Yeah, it's so dark. I think it's fun. Yeah, I'm just looking for love, dude. No, not even. To me, it is like maybe an emptier thing than like dating because it mm. does feel like a sport where I feel mm. like this person, because I don't take it seriously because I'm always mm. like, this person just saw me on stage and thinks of me as like, oh, you're like famous. I'm like, no. No, yeah. but I'll fuck you. <laughs> you know what's funny? Every person that I've met after a show, it started, like, because they see you at, like, your best, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Every person I've always met after a show, after a few dates, it always fizzles out. Of course, because <laughs> the illusion goes yeah, away. And yeah. You're no longer, like, a star. They're, like, star fucker people. And then I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, do you want to go out? And I'm like, well, I have three shows tonight, but I can meet you at 1130. You can and come to like, another show. Well, this is not. <laughs> what I wanted uh, with this. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah. Well, I think people with regular lives, like, like sometimes we talk to like buddies back home or whatever. And they think it's just, they, they're like, you just, you know, it's just a nonstop party. Yeah. You can get to a level where if you are at hot clubs, it's kind of a little bit different. Now. I don't think the clubs are as hot, but you could be killing it every night of the week. Yeah. But then they see you one night at like, 
you know, one of these bar shows where it's like <laughs> one guy in your bomb and they're just, they, they don't even, they can't even make eye contact with you. They're like, mm-hmm. loser. <laughs> no, you're like, it's not as glamorous. I never yeah. pretended like it was glamorous. You're just a dumbass. Yeah, and they work these office jobs. So when you work an office job, you got to imagine that there's something better. Yeah. Yeah. But that is the dream, though, to get in. Like, if you were doing the cellar seven nights a week, it is kind of like that. And you got you got fans coming, mm-hmm. you know, stalkers and all that, which is great. Stalkers. Well, dude, that girl that I met that I was hanging out with for a little bit, uh, she saw me crush on a show in Astoria. And then we were hung- hanging out a couple times and then saw me, like, came to meet me and saw me do, a like, a not great show at LES. And... Yeah. It ended pretty soon after that. <laughs> yeah. Inviting a girl to an LES show, you got to have a lot of confidence in yourself, big guy. Absolutely. My God. I mean, it was fine. It just wasn't as good as the first time. Yeah, it's it a 12 tw- seater like, bar. It wasn't a bomb. I just, yeah. You kind of, a lot of people. Um, I gave it a lot of effort. You kind of got to like kill every time. That's what they want. They're like, yeah, yeah. you're just, you know, people are like rolling in the aisles, like spitting their drinks mm-hmm. out laughing. Yeah. Which is the goal, but. You know, it's not always a reality. No. Sometimes you get in arguments with fans over Pete Davidson. You start screaming at him. Yeah, that's they're Mike's wrong. move. <laughs> he seems so emotionally volatile. Oh, there's <laughs> a lot of... It's with these... There's a lot of skinny white guys now that are famous because they date women. You know what I mean? And I don't care, but that doesn't make you funny. That was my argument. So okay. I asked them, I go... What do you think is funny? And they're like, he's nice to his girlfriend. I'm like, yeah, you're the problem, lady. That would be like, who's? why do I like this female comedian? Dude, she's so funny. Her tits are so big. Every time I see her, I die, they're just huge. That makes her funny. You know what I mean? It's just, sure. There's a lot of people like that. Yeah. Men and women. They Unfortunately, just, they just, I don't think people who don't do comedy can really like pinpoint what is funny about a person. Because they don't know the length. They don't have the... Language and SNL has been bad for so long. I think people who don't watch back to back episodes like where Mike's stuff. trashing SNL, which I don't disagree I with, SNL, but we're back on it. We're on the show. Um, it's a horrible show. It is horrible. But like, imagine if you grew up with the new SNL, you're like, that's what funny is. You go up, it's unfunny, mm-hmm. and then you uh, you're just famous for some reason. Yeah. You know, we grew up. Because Pete Davidson is like a personality. That's what his yeah, thing is. Yeah, he's a cultural. Yeah, that's what he is. He's like a he's a professional dater. If he stops dating, it's over for him. They know that. I'm sure his agent's like, Probably. you got to get a new whore to date. You got to date this, <laughs> this other bimbo. <laughs> you got to get a new whore. Mike's been very judgmental this episode. Uh, well, yeah, why do you yeah, what's want the deal, people not with, to have well, sex? What is wrong with you? Well, Kim Kardashian's new thing is she has this thing out where she's, uh, and I don't mind her. Usually I think she's, you know, I think she's, people say she's dumb. I think she's smart, but, uh. She's like, oh, they're going to bring out another sex tape. They're going to leak it. They've been holding it over my head for 20 years. But the reality was her and her mom made a deal with the porn industry for the first one. So it's yeah. all bull. Yeah. And I love when she's redoing it again. I'm like, we all know that you made this on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anything, Ray J didn't want to be involved. Ray J totally. confirmed. Ray J confirmed, right? Yeah, he confirmed you know I mean? that it was he all. He said some shit recently. Up. He was like, "This is the biggest lie yeah. in like entertainment history," and I was like, "And she's crying yeah. about it." You know, yeah, what I mean? having that thing on the newest season. I don't watch Kanye that show. Kanye got me the hard drive. She got it. He got it back <laughs> for me. I was like, "This is bullshit." Oh like my Kanye's God. like running around apartments, like scaling balconies, and he's like, "I'm gonna save <laughs> the honor of my my wife." Jesus, honor, honor is. Forget about it, right? Oh God. Okay. It's, it's not even honor brought, when you got a billion dollars. It's not even brought up in our society. Honor, right? No, not anymore. That doesn't matter at all anymore, I don't think. Because it's like all press is good press now, literally. 
people just yeah. get like famous as fuck for doing really dumb shit. And it's like people hate them, but they still get the engagement. Yeah, yeah, so it is. There is that, a double-edged um, sword. Like you don't want to be island boy famous because it's all hate. <laughs> <laughs> like me, it's all like extreme like, what the fuck hate. Is this? Yeah, they have them on the podcast show? to just grill those two clowns. Yeah, oh, it's like like uh, Julia Fox, that uh, Uncut Gems, yeah. that girl. Yes, yeah, like I yeah, did famous it myself. for. Dude, people forget yeah. how how quick things change. There was a group way before you were born, Ruth, called Millie Vanilli. And what these guys did is they got caught lip syncing. Dude, one of the guys killed himself. And I was alive at the time. Like, people wanted them dead. They wanted them, like, it was like, are, you serious? are they going to bring them to, are they going to go to jail over this? Because they were lip syncing. You know, and it was actually some other one singing these songs. Like, nowadays, everybody's lip syncing. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. But that was one the them, difference. How did he kill himself? Well, dude, the hate, I can't explain. It's hard to explain the amount of hate they got. It was like, it was vitriol. Hate like you, you lied to us. Like nobody's getting away with this. I don't know. Eventually, it just got to him. You know what I mean? It's kind of like it? Vanilla I Ice. Imagine, vanilla yeah. Ice got so much hate for He's still um, alive though, right? Yeah, he killed it. He He's, he's he, like, doing great. He's I think been he owned in Adam his Sandler rights. movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh. did something smart business wise where he owned his rights. No, dude, he got sued. Oh, he got sued by by um, David Bowie, right? He got. I think he got sued by everybody. He got sued by uh, who was the um, was it U two? No, David Bowie. That's where he got that that song from. Bum, it was bum, David bum, Bowie bum, bum, and um, the guy bum, from bum, Queen. Bum, 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 bum. Queen. Oh yeah, Queen. yeah, yeah. Yeah, not you too. Yeah. But somehow bum, he bum, came bum, up bum, on bum, top money wise. I don't remember why. Maybe invested. Because usually you hear those behind the music stories and the guys like they show him working at McDonald's, which I always get mad at. I'm like, it's other people who work at this like same jobs. They hate them. Mm. Like when you're a celebrity and you've fallen, this is how they get you. It's always the same picture. It'll show them taking garbage out at like their house like any other normal person like look at this piece of crap look at his life it's like yeah he's taking garbage out yeah. in the morning we have you ever that. have you ever had a real bad job have i had a bad yeah job? um or like, always good jobs no i mean i started as a dishwasher uh and that was pretty intense what was that like it's horrible because at I a mean, restaurant or at a, a restaurant that was connected it was in a hotel and they had an events hall as well oh that's brilliant. so i was the sole dishwasher for the restaurant and events so occasionally like it would be like a saturday night the restaurant would be full and there was like a wedding or a graduation thing and i would be surrounded by piles of dishes no shit like i was like 12 years old with piles of dishes around me and i was just like this is fucking insane I would just work myself to the bone. It was really like a great first job though yeah. because I worked myself up to prep cook and that felt like super easy. That's pretty cool. Like How? super hard. I was getting paid seven twenty five an hour too. Damn. So I'd just bust my ass and make nothing. How bad is it at the end of the night when you've been doing dishes? How you're soaking wet. Soaking wet. I used to walk home and just... And you I wash be, dishes too? I've washed multiple times. And we had like the spray hose. So like... If you wanted to like protect yourself, you'll never get through it. So you just nope. give up and you're just blasting, just getting like <laughs> totally wet food. I remember first starting and being Ugh. like, I think touching wet food yeah. is gross. Ugh. By the end, you're just grabbing it and like Ugh. throwing it. It doesn't even matter. God, it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's a really brutal, brutal you're job. Whip it's in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was a kid, and that's the thing. My mom was really <laughs> yeah, worried so was I. about me uh, being around like grown men in the kitchen. Yeah. But they were all super nice to me. Honestly, I'm lucky that I don't have like a weird story. Did you ever see them doing drugs or anything? I saw them smoking weed a little oh, okay. bit, but uh, the thing is, is like I lived in a small town and they all knew my brothers from high school. They had gone to school with my brothers. And so it was like, 
that's like George Allen's little sister. Like, don't oh shit, fuck with her. Not like that he was gonna like beat their ass or something, but it was like, no, we yeah, like yeah, that yeah. guy, and yeah. that's his little sister. So don't be a dick. So that was nice, but so you, really hard job. And you grew up in Minnesota. Yep, still. That's where I had no idea about that. Where that's is it called? Cool. Stillwater. Stillwater, Minnesota. Okay, cool. Was it a big town? Small town? Super small. I think like less than fifteen thousand people for the population. But I'm not sure. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. Yeah, it all be still like, waters coming after you. Fuck. Yeah. Guys, um, what's Minnesota known for? A thousand lakes or something? Ten thousand lakes. Yeah. Mm. Super cold. Yeah. Hockey. Cold as fuck, dude. Oh yeah. my god. We used to have days off school because the temperature was too low. It was like if you're outside cool. for more than five minutes, you will get nerve damage. So we're just gonna call it. Wow. Yeah. What What kind of What kind of like How did you grow up? What kind of like uh, childhood? Like high school did you have horrible childhood i was really poor and i have six siblings so are you the youngest yeah wow five older I, brothers sisters and I brothers have three older brothers and three older sisters so i'm the youngest of seven holy shit i know in minnesota gross. that's that that's that midwestern the, no the thing is is everybody else was from upstate new york my family moved to minnesota for my dad's job he was in radio so like Damn. NPR bullshit. Uh, yeah, but Min growing up in Minnesota was pretty cool. I liked it. It's a good state. And the Minneapolis comedy scene's very good. Oh, so you were there that whole time. Mm -hmm. and then I started there, and then I moved here during the pandemic. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, where did I first meet you? I felt like I've known you for a while now. It must have been Hustle. I did, yeah, been. absolutely. Um, probably Lower East Side or the Bedford location, because... I don't know. We don't run into each other a lot besides that. Yeah, it must have been Bedford. Mm. I was hosting, probably. You're like, I don't remember you hosting. That was like... No, I thing. just always remember kicking it with you. I never realized you were hosting. That's not a good sign <laughs> on, my, on my behalf. Mike's just not <laughs> paying not attention ever. Oh, you were man. still hard in weed, though. You were still smoking weed, probably. Oh, yeah. I was smoking a have lot back quit? then. Have you quit? Yeah, I've been off weed for a while. Oh. Totally she's sober. So, she's like, this guy's out. He's not cool. Back no, on whippets, but off weed. Back on whippets. No, no hell no. No more whippets, yeah. dude. You can't be doing whippets forever. I Did you ever get in trouble when you were younger? Did I get in yeah, trouble? Yeah, yeah, A lot. Really? So much. So you were a misfit. Mm -hmm. or a, Yeah, I was a out? delinquent for sure. Yeah, I, I got that. in trouble all the time. I was banned from a lot of people's houses. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? What kind of stuff As was like do? a kid, like Shit. five to oh, 10 fuck. years Ruth, old, they Ruth were like, Ruth Allen is not allowed at the house because I would convince other kids to like destroy shit. Nice. And like rob their siblings and like bury shit in the yard. Like really weird shenanigans. But I mean, like, I don't know. I think I still have like a mischievous streak. Which is not great. Yeah, Listen, you're a, I, you're a rascal. That's what I say. I always go, Ruth, that Ruth's a rascal. Dude, when I told Mike, I was like, oh, I talked to Ruth. She's going to do the pot. He goes, oh, she's Ruth's, got, she's got some of, stories. Ruth's the type of girl that I'd walk into a bodega with, make eye contact with as she's like stealing. And be like, don't say anything. I'm like, I'm a grown up. I can't be involved in this 100%, anymore. 100%. 100%. Have you ever been somewhere true. when someone like they put you on there? Just you look over and you're like, dude, you're stealing. Yes, dude. You oh steal? Oh, my God. I do, of course, but like <laughs> within reason. Okay. For not from small businesses. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're not doing you, B and E's. What yeah, are you doing? You gotta have like I don't know if I'm in like a Target and I want something that's like small, I'll just take it. Whatever. Never mind. Uh, no, I uh, love this. This I is great. I got a, I got a guy that always tells me he's like Mike. This is a younger kid. He always good friend of mine. He always comes up to me and he's like, dude, I got this thing. You need to do it. I'm like, what? He's like, stealing, bro. You gotta start stealing. <laughs> 
I'm like, dude, I'm not <laughs> stealing here. Stealing. He always tells me like, I, like it's a new thing he's discovered. He's like CVS, <laughs> Rite Aid. He's like, oh it's almost God. like he's like they want you to steal. It's like they want you to steal. They're not going to stop you. Too is the thing. If you steal from like a bigger store, they have a policy where it's like they don't want to make a scene because mm. it'll make the brand look bad or something. Mm-hmm. So they'll just watch you That's walk out. No, I quit stealing when I had a problem with stealing when I was in around like. Seventh and eighth grade, we yeah. were we were kleptomaniacs, and we my friends bought jackets specifically with pockets to steal. So like mm-hmm. we weren't even stealing for need; we were stealing to see who could get the most. Like what like is it game. about that time? Seventh to eighth grade, I also oh, was a such a bad. Like one time, I even robbed a truck at school. <laughs> they were delivering like the food, and they had these uh, these JJ Crisp. They were um, what do you call them? Like Rice Krispie treats. Yeah, two cases. Dude, it's like this big. Like I had it on my shoulder. Hell yeah. We had an abandoned bathroom. We were stashing things in. Um, I'm trying to think. Then you know how I quit stealing? I got caught at uh, Newberry Comics. No, no, Tower Records. I was stealing CDs. I had a, I used to carry razors on me so I could cut off the security tags. And uh, there was a skinhead there, you know, looking at music. And turns out he was an undercover. Oh. So he bagged us. And I was like, dude, just because he's supposed to be this like skinhead. I'm like, dude, you ain't cool, bro. Let us go. <laughs> yeah, cool. Fuck and then he you. let you go. No, no. This yeah. my other buddy who had a nanny. Even though he was old, he had, they still had a nanny. Yeah. She picked us up, and we convinced her. I'm like, just don't tell. And she's like, all right, absolutely. And, but then she did, and I got my dad was so I thought he was gonna beat the hell out of me that time. I really sure. Did. So I quit stealing cold turkey. Stealing is very stressful. I will say I barely ever do it anymore because it makes me feel intense. That's what I was arrested for. And you're you're also an adult now. So like an adult. Yeah. It's like if you go, it's so embarrassing. Like Like, you can fuck up your shit. If you get a stealing charge, it's like bad. Yeah. Super embarrassing. I would be more embarrassed embarrassed where the cop is like, how old are you? Because you're just like, is when they caught me, they were like, why? Were you stealing or whatever? And I thought it was like a moral question. So I started to like pontificate. I was like, well, I just thought like the, I don't even remember exactly what I said, <laughs> but they were like, oh, no, no, no. They like, stopped me. They're like, no, no, no. Uh, we were just asking like, could you not afford it? And I was like, well, yeah, no shit. I can't afford it. But like, I thought you were saying like, how could you do this to us? But it was really funny. Anytime that I've been in trouble with the police, I really know my white privilege because they look at me like it's the saddest shit ever they're like oh we don't want to do this to you i'm like i'm an asshole <laughs> like i actually like nail me to the wall i stole all the time like as a teenager my friends and i would like fill carts up and just walk out with it because it was like what are you gonna do stop me yeah. <laughs> or whatever and so when i got caught stealing it was just like i was just taking the like, groceries to make dinner oh. or whatever and was just like i didn't feel like paying for it and so it was just like oh my fucking god it felt really embarrassing that's actually a good that's the best thing to get caught stealing though yeah just being like you're a kid and you're like i can't afford it yeah and i'm, but I I'm just shocked they didn't 18, let you go so oh, it was like sucks. it was pretty bad and i had to go to court and that was embarrassing. And I felt bad for my mom. Like, she's such a nice lady. Mm. And she was just like, what the fuck is the matter with you? And it was so depressing. Like, I got into the, like, court thing. Yeah. And they were like, did you, like, this is you or whatever? And I was like, yeah. 
<laughs> they were trying to get in my head about it. I mean, did they you have like, a did you, you have a lawyer? No. Why are you answering is, questions? I, yeah, Why, speaking, Jesus Christ! Instead of like talking to a judge, they put me in a room with a lawyer, with like the prosecution or whatever. And I was like, I don't have any representation, whatever. I'll just talk to you. What are you, an idiot? And the guy was like, No, no, no. It worked out totally in my favor because okay. I look like this. Uh, yeah. And the guy was like, Listen, when I was in the Navy, I drank a lot. Okay, we all do dumb stuff. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? It was very bizarre. He let me off with, like, basically a slap on the wrist where That's it good. wasn't on my record. I had to pay, like, a $50 fine. So and you were never woman, arraigned on it? No, I never That's had great. it on my record. That's it was very... like, if I got caught stealing within a year, I would have had it on my record permanently. They would open it back yeah, up. Yeah, but I That's didn't great. do it again because I was like, fuck that. That was so embarrassing. And when I paid the fine, the woman was like, you realize he really did you a favor here. He yeah. really could have, like, this could have fucked up your life. You wouldn't have been able to get an apartment. Like, you wouldn't have been able to get a job. And I was like, I didn't know that it was that serious. It was like teenagers just steal and are dumb as shit. So I was like. Yeah, it was, uh, it was called, we had one in Massachusetts. It was called Diversion. Diversion? Diversion. D-I-V-E-R. Yeah, S-I-O-N. Well, I think it, de Blasio pretty much legalized stealing. He like, was like, pre-trial diversion. I remember AOC told, she's like, go just out and steal. <laughs> she was like, it's your right. Just lose Unless you're white. Places. She's like, if you're not white, you should be stealing. I'm like, this is not the right message. Uh, <laughs> it's like under 900 bucks, you can't be. That's why they're, That's why San Francisco and those areas are like, they're shutting down all their businesses. Because the guys are like, I've seen a guy in a bag. Yeah. And he's like, oh. Wait, this one goes back. This is under the limit. Yeah. There's a limit you can steal without getting charged. Grand larceny. Yeah, it's like a, you'll be out Eddie in 20 larceny. minutes. Yeah. Under a certain amount, it's a misdemeanor. Over, it's a felony. Mm -hmm. Very state by state what the you know oh amount is. Yeah. Um, that's wild. Yeah, yeah that, is a, that is It's a, not a good getting arrested story, too. It's a really bad habit. Cause it is because you just get used to it. And you're like, you don't think like I was kind of, I think me and you had the same attitude. My attitude in eighth grade was like, I was just, I would, I wasn't stealing from people. I was stealing from like corporations. I'm like, I hate these, you know, Walgreens people. You know yeah. what I mean? They're up in their boardroom, <laughs> just living it up. And we're like, I'm taking this box of gum yeah, that I don't need. Totally. And we'd hand it out a lot of times. We'd just be handing out goods. Totally. You're like, you're like Robin Hood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're like Robin. But then you do realize like when I got busted and it hit and like my dad was like, uh, I felt like a disgrace. Yeah, you know, because we're hardworking people, and I. But I wasn't thinking like I'm stealing. I was like, I'm just stealing from these mega businesses. <laughs> that's yeah. what the thing was. Is I was like, that's why I answered the question of like, how could you do this in a moral sense? <laughs> because I was like, because fuck you guys. Like this is I don't have like anything against taking from a multi million dollar corporation. Like oh, what I took like. Some like groceries, literally for dinner. Yeah, oh, that's gonna, gonna fuck you anyway. guys up. Um, but I also like worked at a Target, and I saw how much shit they threw away yeah. every single day. So a resentment build up, built up because of that. Where I was like, you can take the hit. Like I'll just take the groceries. I've I seen videos now of like a lot of these people. This one guy got fired because he worked at Seven Eleven, and his boss made him throw out all these uh, like perfectly like they weren't expired but they got a new shipment in so they had to throw all the food old food away it yeah. was like three or four garbage bags of freshly packaged sandwiches eggs all the shit that was so mm -hmm. good and he made a tiktok being like this is where i'm at my boss is making me throw it away i'm putting it separately there's no other garbage mixed in and it got, went like super viral like nice. you know millions and millions of views and then he got fired for it 
but he was like, I'm going to keep doing this. That's such um, bullshit, yeah. yeah. I but went it the is other crazy. way, though, afterwards, when I got, I, like, never stole from jobs I worked at, and I worked, like, those crappy jobs where all my friends mm. were just pillaging the registers. Oh, that's wild. Um, I would never steal money. That shit scares dude, me. Dude, one kid I worked oh, with. Yeah, that's they, another level. I think they put him in charge because he was taller than, than the rest of us. I looked young, which the, I, I had people tell me, like, you look yeah, too you young. Yeah, you almost got molested at 35. Yeah. <laughs> this was in high school, right? So this kid, they put him in charge of us, and I was like, you idiots. This mm-hmm. guy is the worst of our whole crew. First night there. First of all, no work ethic. Like, everything bad that you could want in an employee. They put him in charge, so he had the keys. He just steals all the money out of the safe. You know, the whole money. Not like the re- everything. Just leaves it open. He wasn't even covering his tracks. Somehow they called his parents. You know, and he had a real attitude. He's like, nope. Cops came to his house. He just bullshits him. He's like, wasn't me. And um, he got away with it because, like, the feds or something. Something happened where the main lady was really stealing from the corporation. Wow. So, like, he just got mixed up in the thing. Layers. Store went under for a little while. They reopened. Hired all of us back again, including <laughs> him. And, like, that was what I used to write on job applications. And in person, they would say, well, what, you know, I'm talking about, like, working at bagel places. Yeah. They're like, so what do you bring to the table? I go, listen, this is what I do. I will be here on time, and I won't steal. I wouldn't give him any like the, you know, they're like, oh, I want to move my way up the ladder sure. so I can be a psycho like you. Yeah. And um, they didn't like the fact that I just like, because that's the truth. I'm like, I'll be here on time. I'll do my job, nothing more. And I'm not stealing from you. That should be enough. That should be enough. Because I'm like, okay, you can hire this dickhead who just wrote you a poem and he's already planning on stealing. Yes. Yes. That is wild. I When I, I used I, to work, I, I remember I, I used to work at strategy. the, uh, I used to work at the beach in high school and people, I would never do it because I was fucking too scared um but they used to we used to sell tickets to the fucking parking lot and people used to like steal tickets and then like just pocket the cash oh yeah oh, sure. yeah i know because you make so much money i yeah. never did it though. it's like 20 dollars a ticket pussy. right pussy. yeah i was yeah you know what's fucked up we used to do this it was on long island of course and it was private beach and it doesn't sound fucked up but residents used to be able to pay less for a sticker and non-residents had to pay it was crazy you weren't allowed to buy a season pass if you were a non-resident but for a daily you had to pay like three times the amount so it went from like a ten dollar for a daily to like 35 dollars for a daily and a season pass was like 50 but you weren't allowed to do it and then in practice i remember i was like oh it's all these guys who are coming in from like queens and they won't let them buy a, a resident and then they charge them like four times the amount and i was like oh that's a little fucked up it is weird that the beach is privatized. It's like, dude, God made the beach. You can't claim to own the beach. God made the beach. I've, I've gotten <laughs> arguments. I was swimming in a lake one time, and they're like, you can't be in this lake. It's a private lake. I'm like, how do you pro- – this is the problem the Native Americans had with us. Okay? It's like, <laughs> how do you claim – oh, the river's yours now? Oh. It's like, you got to pay us to drink out of this river. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude. you didn't make the river. Dude. God made the river. Exactly. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm very Native American like that. I, I like that. I have enough Native American that it counts. Really? Mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact percentage. Oh, uh, it must be my, really high then. I know. It's like whatever, <laughs> but my uh, grandfather looked very Native American. It was cool. He has really? an amazing, very serious face. Do you have any uh, family who is like, like on reservations or like that Native American? No, I'm not? not close with my family 
at all. So if it was, I mean, I would love to like find out about that. But oh, your extended family, I think family or is like, annoying. Yeah. Are I you think, close with your immediate family? No. Really? Dude, I thought that what they should have done. Okay. <laughs> the way things went. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just, you know, everyone's No, different. I'm close with my mom and mm. like a couple of my siblings. For for the most part, there's such like a huge age gap that we didn't grow up together. Uh, yeah. And I'm very uh, independent and just feel like, why, why bother? What are we, what are we going to talk about? Do you hacky sack? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. You just got a vibe. She's like, when she said independent, I'm like, she's got a hacky sack on her. My brother George hacky sacked when I was a kid. He was always burning incense. Yeah, that's was to cover up the hacky smell. Of yeah, oh yeah, he was high as smell shit. Of he was weed. selling drugs for a while. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what leads to hacky. Does hacky sacking lead to weed or weed to hacky sacking? It's a chicken and the egg. Situation. I used to hacky sack, and it was definitely because I was high. That's fucking you know, hilarious. Not high. I would never be in the courtyard at school like. Hacky sacking. Oh, dude. I mean, I used to love, I used to want to get really good at hacky sacking. I had buddies who practice. were good at Honestly, it. that makes sense for you. I can see that. Okay, really? <laughs> what the fuck's going on here? What are we okay. doing? Okay, <laughs> okay. You just said that I have a hacky sack vibe. Isn't that a good vibe? No. Okay. No, dude, I remember is. at one point. I think is, it's a great vibe. <laughs> this is a weird thing. I don't know if I was, I think I was in high school. Definitely weed influence thing. I was like, dude, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get real good at yo-yoing. And I yes. had a we, Dude, we went through that phase, too. Me, me and my friends, we all and go I, through I, that Dude, phase. I had, like, no tricks. You know what I mean? I could do, like, I could <sighs> just, just about do it. Dude, we went through so but many what of was my phases. plan? Like, dude, I was going to come in and just be, like, the yo-yo master. Do the master. dog walking thing? Yeah. Do you ever do the sticks? One. The sticks that you bounced back and forth? No. no. Oh, I did Fuck those, too. No. no drugs for me. Just all these weird fucking... That's fucked up. Yeah, that is weird. To yeah. sober do that? Yeah, dude, I was, like... I was very a great hand-eye coordination. I could juggle. <laughs> I could do that shit. I'm just really coordinated. Okay? <laughs> it's, it's no like weed. Start swallowing flames. Like yeah, swords. One of those people? Yes, yeah. I knew people who uh, did like the flame throwing. Flame throwing shit. They were so also weird. annoying. Yeah, it's so weird. Because <laughs> uh, they yeah. thought it was the coolest shit. All right, who influenced you, or what influenced you to get into comedy? Um, I loved Louis C.K. As a kid. Oh, no shit. Nice. Yep. Um, the first comic that I ever saw was Bill Cosby. And that was like, I don't know. My family loved him. And we would watch him all the time. And for some reason, like, I just, you know, how as a kid, you have like, these dumb ideas. I yeah. thought he was just the one guy who did it. Yeah. Oh, really? So Yeah. And since it was really clean and shit, like, I didn't ever think it was something that I could do. It seemed very unapproachable and just like, oh, this silly guy tells stories. And then I saw uh, Louie later and was like, oh, my God, it can be different. And yeah. you can tell, like, fucked up stories. It doesn't have to be like, when I was at the dentist or whatever. <laughs> uh, and I just loved um, Louie a lot and was watching other comics but like he was the person that i always went back to because i like yeah. the juxtaposition between like family stories and really dirty stuff and being super honest but also lying yeah. uh and so i don't know and then i saw his show and was just like fuck his shows are so brilliant yeah and i wanted to be an actor as a kid and so i went to performing arts high school and then took acting classes and was like yeah i don't really fuck with anything that's not funny and I found, like, the acting classes to be really pretentious and a waste of time. Uh, so then I started stand-up uh, when I turned 21, and it went well. So I've been oh, doing yeah. it. Stand Where was your first great. time? At a club? Yeah, I went up for the first time at Acme Comedy Club at their Monday open mic. Dude, I've heard about that place. It was good, right? Yeah, it was great. It was pretty sick. 
And that's actually the first place uh, that I met Louie because he came to oh, get out. headline there yeah. after he was Me Too'd. And that was such like a cool thing because I had seen him in 2016 at the Target Center. But what was excellent about him being Me Too'd is it put him in smaller rooms. Excellent for, rooms. Not yeah, great for, for him, me. but great yeah. for people who wanted to see him. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is so much fucking better, dude. I was like, this is amazing. Because seeing him in an arena, it's like, I never felt like arena really fit his vibe. And the second, like, when he released the, I think it was 2017 was the name of the special. Yeah. And he was in a suit in an arena. Yeah. I was like, he's lost the plot. Like, what the fuck? I was like, get him back in a t-shirt and jeans. <laughs> I don't know what his, where his head is at, but this dude, is... You put you put his fucking outing into the universe. Yeah. You know, totally. Get I was him like, back. This get him sucks, back down. Get you know? him back down to earth. Yeah. And to watch him in such a small room and he looks so beaten down. It's really nice to see. <laughs> no, because a buddy of mine met him during that time period. Uh, Artie. Dude. Well, we had. So when we were in Boston, because that's how I know Mike, we started in Boston yeah. and Mike had left. He was in the city, but we ran a bunch of shows there. And I remember at the height of Louie, like the height, I think it was the year before he put out 2017 mm. or the year he was putting it out. It was, I remember it was about a month or two before he did SNL for either the last time or second to last time he came to Boston. The last stop he did was it at the Wang theater in Boston. And Joe list was opening for him. Right. Yeah. And my buddy like had like a loose kind of, you know, acquaintance with him so I was like hey he had opened for him a couple times or done a couple shows with him and they were talking on the pod about how like they would come and do these shows and like he'd always bring Louie and I was like dude text Joe and see if he'll do a, a show because we had these bar shows mm -hmm. and we got them it was Valentine's Day we got him to do a late show and we convinced the bar to do a late show and Joe was coming to headline and I go dude believe me gonna happen it's gonna happen just hold the faith we literally i did a show before with Artie. this show called hot queso it was like a 10 seater we used to have to it was terrible we used to have to tell people not to order the fajitas because it would smoke the room out oh and God. it was so bad and i literally am driving there i get a text from my buddy luke and he's like sends me a screenshot from Joe and he was like, Hey, I'm on my way. Is it cool if I bring Louie? Of course. And like, we were just like question. jaw dropping. He came, the room sat probably 60 people like jammed in this basement bar. There was probably a hundred people there on the stairs. I was like, so fucking jealous. rocked. Really? Dude. Yeah. I can't stand oh. Louie and I was there. And it was fucking I was awesome. I was in the stairs. Everyone was loving it. And I'm like, I hate You're this like, shit. Fuck this it was awesome, dude. It was guy. such a Why fucking moment, like, man. That it was amazing. That like Luke, I think Luke hosted. I I did time. Higginbottom did time. And then uh, Joe. And then Joe brought up Louie right at the end. Yeah. It was like, I think the secret's out. I think you all know Louis C.K. And he came. And he did all, all the uh, <laughs> SNL stuff. Louis C.K. <laughs> Louis it was CK. awesome. It was fucking great. The thing is, is like I, when I was at Acme, I went to every single show. It mm. was like five or four days or something. And uh, on the last night, I wasn't able to get tickets to it. Uh, and but I still like hung out at the club. Perfect. And from watching uh, 
each night, like the first night I watched the openers because like my buddy was hosting and then I think Joe List and one other comic was uh, featuring. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I'm not going to watch the feature and the host like every single night. Like, I don't want to do that. But the when I was sitting in the bar and he would come out and get water and kick it there for a second before he went up to headline. So I was like, I know that he's going to be out in the bar when it's deserted. On the last night, I like cornered him. And was like, Mr. CK. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. You're going to hate this story. You don't like him. So this I'm so uncomfortable already. No, 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 no. Why is it uncomfortable? No, I love it. I was like 21, super stoked. Had been doing comedy for like four months. And he was the reason why I started. And I was like, I'm never going to forgive myself if I don't walk up to him and say something. Yeah. Maybe I'll embarrass myself. Who gives a shit? Fine. But he it. was so nice. No, I he met him looked- too. He is nice. He's yeah. a very nice dude. He looked really scared when I first walked up to him because I was like, Probably Mr. thought you were going to scream yeah, at him. Yeah, like I was going to be like, you fucking dick because people were outside protesting Get out of here. the whole time. Yeah, which I was like, it was a thing. I mean, you, you look like someone who would be like, you fucking piece of shit. Absolutely, right? <laughs> With and those I was glasses. like, no, I walked past my friends on the picket line to come in here and support you, you bitch. <laughs> Talk to me for a second, my God. I was like, uh, had just started stand up and was risking my whole reputation. Could you? was like tearing the Minneapolis comedy scene apart. It was like, if you go see this fucking show, you're a bitch. And it was a lot. So I was like, whatever. I'm going to talk to him. And I shook his hand. And I remember he has the softest hands (laughs) I've ever felt my entire life, which like literally almost made me burst out laughing in the moment. But I was like, damn. Uh, Anyway, if you did laugh and said it, he would remember you forever. I don't think so. Yo, you got the softest hands I've ever felt. You got the softest hands I've ever felt. He knows, I'm sure. (laughs) He's never done a day's hard work in his life. You can tell by him. No. Yeah, no. He seems like whatever. But fucking great. uh, He talked to me for a little bit, and he was like, how long have you been doing stand-up? And I was like, for like an embarrassingly short amount of time. And he was like, it's not embarrassing. (laughs) 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 It's not embarrassing. And I was like, like three months. And he was like, see, that's so wonderful. I was like, yeah, I'm about to feature at a place for the first time. And he was like, that's awesome. Like, if I have any advice for you, just don't quit. You know, the only thing that I can tell you, just don't quit. And I was like, I really appreciate that. And there was like a couple other things that he said, but it was really nice because he gave me like a moment. Instead of being like, nice to meet you, bye. He talked to me for a second and then went in and uh, I was outside with comics afterwards. Yeah. And they were all smoking weed and I wasn't because I can't like usually smoke weed and hang out with people and like continue to talk. And I'm just standing there and he like it comes out and starts to walk up the stairs and then stopped and turned around and he was like, hey, Ruth. And they were all like, what the fuck? And I go, yeah. And he's like, if you're really serious about doing stand up, you shouldn't smoke weed. And I was like, I'm not. I'm not. They're, they're smoking. I'm not. And he was like, I sure, sure, that. sure. And went and got in a car and drove away. And they were like, did Louie just fucking talk to you? They were like, why does he know who you are? I was like, we just, we just like hung out earlier. <laughs> no big deal. I but love that. That was like. People talked to me about that for a while. Really. That's so cool. He made a moment. It was nice. Shout out Louis C.K. Not a, he's a piece he of shit, but he like hey, he's, listen, he's a friend of the pod. Friend of friend the pod. Of the pod. But yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, yeah, I think you're you would. like I hate that. No, I don't. I don't, I don't just like him. Listen, I love Louis, and what, I just, what I've you? never liked his comedy. I've always and um, that is so wild. Too. I Kerrigan met him. would refer it to as uh, crass. Yeah, I met him oh, my first year. Why do you like my comedy? Hey, we haven't even discussed that. We'll get into that later. That's true. Okay. No, I do uh, like your comedy. Um, thank you. I met him somewhere at a club I was doing, and 
uh, it was like the club that I decided I wanted to get into at Boston was the Comedy Connection. Okay. And I filled out the other clubs. There was one in Cambridge, very liberal. I'm like, that isn't for me. This is the club where I'd like to get in. I had like my bringer kind of audition set, like if you did well. And I was doing one of my bits and Louie laughed, right? And I know that he was laughing. I just, it, something he's like, I can't believe that guy said that or I think that's stupid. He wasn't laughing because he thought it was funny. How I do you know that? Though? At you. I just felt that. But the booker seen Louie laugh. And when I got off stage, he goes, he goes, you can perform here anytime you want. And I was like, in. and I remember I was telling people about it. I'm like, dude, had a, did pretty well at the comedy connection. They're like, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, they're close. They're going under in two weeks. <laughs> and that was that was how comedy always went for me. Like, I think you're in Boston. your head, dude. I think Louie probably genuinely did laugh at you. I met him after. So yeah. we're hanging out because I... He was there when we were waiting to go up. He had popped in, and I'm, I didn't know it was Louie. And I'm sitting there, and I just look at this guy, bald guy, and he's wearing the gray sweats, that, not the kind you wear out, the inside sweats. <laughs> Gross. And I go, I hope I never end up like this poor bastard. <laughs> and then I find out it's Louie. My friends are all there for my bringer. They all love Louie, yeah. so it made their night. He did. The audience went wild when we went on stage. And afterwards, my buddy loves him that I was hanging with all the time. And I asked him for an autograph, and he's like, well, what's your name? I go, it's not for me, dude. It's for so-and-so, my Jewish buddy. And he also laughed again. He's like, this dickhead. What an I idiot. Think he it's thinks not for me. Funny, I don't give a dude. shit about you. And I want to go back now and look at Louie because so many – I think the reason I don't like him is where he's coming from I don't like. Yeah. But people love him so much, I'm like, he got to be – his joke structure is probably brilliant. It's yeah, probably I mean, like a, yeah. a personal, I don't know what it is. Like I have no, I think he was a real, he was real cool when I met him. Like he didn't have to be cool. When I met him, it was way before he got in Dude. trouble. Mm. He was huge. And the fact that he gave you advice, that's like something that I like comics who are like that. Yeah. They usually say the funniest comics are actually usually cool. Like you'll meet these yeah. nobody headliners and they always will bring it up like, do it on my headliner. I Headline. Yeah. I do 45 minutes. I do an hour. Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing comedy? Oh, six years. That's your whack. And then you watch the rag and you're like, you're garbage. You're a trash person. Yeah. It's because they're defensive. They know that they suck. Yeah. People who know that they're good don't need to like take you down a peg. And usually when, like, yeah. And when I meet those people, I'm like, you're on this show. You're not doing good. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm open. Yeah. We're on the same I'm show. This is, yeah. We're in the Bronx right now mm-hmm. at a like, Hookah lounge. <laughs> We're probably gonna get threatened. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, how you feeling? I feel good. We do usually about an hour, but we're a little over. Sometimes we do more. If you ha- do, you have anything oh, that you wanted to talk about? Anything you want to get out and plug? Plug everything that you're on, where we can see you. Oh, I mean, well, I'm at Brooklyn Comedy Club a lot. Um, Are you there tonight? Yeah, I'm, I'm on the eleven. Eleven. Oh yeah, bitch. Nice, nice dude. Nice. Sick. She's gonna throw in. me down on the intro. She's like. And this dickhead doesn't even know that I host here. He's a white supremacist. Are you He's you a hosting? white supremacist. Yes, I'm oh, hosting. Yeah, nice. I'm hosting. Should we good? I have some friends from out of town coming. Fuck yeah. So that's a little bit of pressure. Yeah, yeah of your pressure. friends are always really fun and cool. The ones I've met. Thank you. And they okay. always and they always get drunk. And then I'm like, all right. Now what tell me it? the what truth the about one? Ruth. Oh, yeah. yeah. You were trying to like... Get Kristen to tell you stuff. I wasn't trying to get her. I was trying to stop her. She was just open. She's like, Ruth taught me everything there is to know about sex. Like right off the top. I was like, this girl's, it wasn't even, I was like, she's going to be so blacked out. She was so drunk. And I was just like. Is she the one who yelled at the comic who was on stage? No. That was your other friend? Different. And she was not drunk. She's. 
uh, rattled. Yeah, because yeah. she said something about like introducing. She yelled introducing <laughs> so loud, at. and then he was like. Yeah, see, people just think that you can, like, disrespect the comic on stage. And I was in the back like, <laughs> holy shit. I looked. It, was, it sounded like someone screamed. I was like, what the, what the fuck was that? She yelled loud and, as oh, fuck. Yeah. And I was just like, well, you know, whatever. At least I'm it's not great. up there right yeah. now. It sucks. Hilarious. But I do, I mean, I have, like, another story from, like, audience member hookup, if you want it. Not to be a one-note person. Oh, let's do it. I mean, always, hell, hell yeah, let's get into it. Because this was, what show was Oh, I think a Bedford uh, and I went to like a bar with people afterwards because nice. we were kicking it with one of the bartenders from Old Man Hustle. And she was like, I don't want to drink at this fucking place. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, of course. Let's yeah. leave. Yeah. You don't want to drink at drink your, your job. Yeah. So we Not go good. across the street and there's this guy who's like tall as fuck, really hot, pink hair, tatted up. Yeah, I was another like, Adonis nice. for Ruth. Yeah. I was like, nice. And the thing is, I saw him and was, like, sick. Uh, and then was just talking to somebody else. But, like, the, it was bar closed, right? So they were about to kick everybody out. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, well, waste of time. And we're walking on the street, and he comes up to me, and he's like, I really like your glasses. And I was like. Is he, these glasses? This <laughs> yes. is a new thing. These are, <laughs> like, two weeks thing. old. Yeah, this is okay. maybe, like, a week or something. I Jeez. don't know. But there's something about these glasses that make people really horny. I, I don't. <laughs> Those are rose-colored glasses. Mm-hmm. There's some sort of famous quote that I don't know, obviously. Yes, I'm going to start like wearing rose-colored glasses. Yeah, they're like, you're looking at the world through rose-colored glasses. And it's put me in such a better mood, too. Really? I think, yeah, I, it's like. Can I try them wearing them. Yeah, absolutely. I started wearing them as, like, a bit. I was like, I just like the glasses. Maybe it'll make me look like a douche, but <laughs> the tint is like calm. You look like a. You know what? You look like you're on entourage with those on a serial killer. Yeah, in you, the 70s. no, you're the you're the manager sure. of our entourage. Yes, he's like this is Dylan. He's wheeling and dealing. I'm gonna start wearing these. They're nice. I'm gonna get a pair right? of rose colored glasses. And see, even this like yeah. the light now is very abrasive. I have very bad anxiety, so the rose color is soothing. So it's not yeah. prescription, right? I don't need them to see, but I do need them to not feel suicidal. Um, yeah, my, uh, this, uh, dog is actually not a, uh, medical dog, but I do need to bring him on the plane. <laughs> I do need him around, but yeah. Anyway, the glasses yeah. are pretty like kind of a, like a dick magnet in a way. I don't Got know what's going. going on, but, uh, he was like, when I saw you came in, come in, I was like, she's dripped up or whatever. And I was like, hilarious. This okay. is all words that I'm not really cool. Yeah. Affiliated with these are all pickup. These are all like pickup. If someone lines. was like, "Yo, man, you <laughs> mad great. dripped up," I'm like, "All right, we're like, fighting." He's good he know, thing, bad thing. He knows the what? game. Listen, he's complimenting you not on your look, but something specific to either your energy, your vibe, or exactly. like, a, a, like if you have rings or if you have like something, your shirt, something you've put effort into. Totally. Of like, oh, that's a thing, not about physical appearance, but like about their vibe and their energy. Absolutely. And I was the into trip. it. I was like, he's. Very tall, yeah. so I'm down to chat. How tall? Uh, probably like six five. Yeah, that's too tall. <laughs> too tall. Um, but we were outside talking, and we were both like, "Oh, I'm taking the L train." He was like, "Do you want to walk together?" And I was like, "Yes, I do." Nice. Uh, and then we get like halfway down the block, and I made some joke about like how it felt like we were cucking my friend. Because we were flirting, like, in front of this guy friend yeah. of mine who was just standing there looking sad as shit for some reason. And I was like, this is really uncomfortable. But he was like, I'm... Guy friend? Yeah. Probably wanted to make he, out. Probably. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm familiar with, like, cuckolding stuff because I used to do gay porn. And I was like... 
what? Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was very, I was like, how did you, and he was like, yeah, I don't even like dudes like that. I was like, okay. What? I was like, that's so interesting. I was like, if you don't like dudes like that, how'd you get into it? And he was like, because I have an 11-inch dick. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. <laughs> yeah. AIDS is very prevalent in the gay porn scene. Just a little heads up there, Ruthie. I don't think it is, Mike. Oh, I no, think they test regularly. Uh, uh, <laughs> when? Dude, that testing stuff is all bullshit. I what are you talking thing. about, There's man. ways around it. What I are you talking about? God. No, because Pinky, this famous porn girl, she's like, yeah, I got... Multiple STDs. They said they were testing. They they just there's a way around it. It's like drug testing. They like probably get tested and then they you know. He looked pretty healthy. I don't think. He well, you look good. <laughs> okay. Just saying, so in anyway. general, next time you meet a gay porn star, be like, hey, just be like, hey, do you got AIDS? Don't lie to me. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking about that the whole time. <laughs> so whole end time, up keep. Later. So he tells so you about his eleven goes, inch. Uh, yeah, you he's know, like, I got an eleven penis. inch dick, and I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you serious? And he goes, yeah, I'll show it to you if you want me to. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, let's go around the corner. And so like, we peel off Bedford. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. This whole time now is your friend who probably wanted to make out with you and is sad now. Is he like, can I see it also? No, um, he, he had pulled off. He's like, I'm getting out uh, of yeah, here. Yeah, he, he was supposed to take another train. And so he was out of there. Um, nice. But he showed it to me and I was like, that looks like a kid's arm. <laughs> dude i was like oh my fucking god it was crazy um but yeah i was really excited to tell you did you guys hook up or are you just absolutely <laughs> <laughs> absolutely are you shitting me did you go back we to his place somebody's stoop no stop that's reckless it's the glasses that is Ruth, right that dude, is reckless i behavior. know i know do you, you, do you use protection? Uh, yeah, of course. Okay, I well, was listen, like, he's a gay porn star with an 11 inch dick, and you're I fucking on his stoop. I had one in my tote. Gotta, I had one you in know. my tote because I'm Jesus prepared. Christ. The glasses, really, I've like been carrying Good stuff Lord. with me because I don't know what it is, but people are really trying to. <laughs> oh, my God. It looked but it like was a great. child's arm. Oh, yeah. my God. But then also, what's fucked up is like, so yeah. we go to the train and we like make out on the platform or whatever, in which I see my friend who looked sad. And I was like, that's really bad. Sorry. Oops. Sadness. Uh, and then I go home and this guy starts DMing me a bunch of like wild shit, really sexual shit about Whoa. like what he wants to do to me. And I was like, okay, sure. Like, I don't talk dirty. Do you talk dirty? You seem like you would no. not like that at all. No. <laughs> Can you picture Mike talking dirty? No, but that's also like how I feel. Um, yeah. I feel like with I a lot really of comics, I'm like, I can't see you in like a sexual way. Your voice sounds like jokes to me. So I'm like, if you ever were like, am I freaking Hello, you out? Do you like, I feel like you're just like all, disturbed. It is what it is at this point. Yeah, Mike is. Uh, Mike Are you is horrified. I feel bad. I'm liking you more and more with this episode. Mike's liking you less and less. I know. I, I can. Know. Know. <laughs> Mike hates me now. No, um, it's not a question uh, of liking. <laughs> It's a What's little worrisome, that? but hey. <laughs> yeah. Mike is treating you like uh, a 60-year-old grandfather, and he's like, I'm disappointed. That's true. That's the thing is I have to – certain bits that I have will make people who are older get really concerned. They don't think it's funny. They're like, are you safe? Old and souls. I'm like, old, Mike, like yeah. Mike, is an old soul. Old school, definitely. Old, old school, school soul. Um, so you anyway, he's DMing you, this guy. He's DMing me. Yeah. He's talking about, oh. And this oh. is after you hooked up with him? Yes. Okay. He was like, cool. I want you to like, come come on my face or whatever. Jesus. And I was like, sheesh. And for me, I was just like, okay, 
you know, <laughs> like okay. Yeah, I was like, that's I'll I'll do that. Um, nice. and then I the whole day passed, and like that evening, I finished up a show, and I was like, maybe I'll go fuck this guy, and uh, I messaged him and was like, so you're gonna let me come on your face or what? And he goes, I'm actually in Jersey right now because my cousin died. You're sexting at a funeral? <laughs> Apparently it was like a recent thing. It was very <laughs> sudden. But as somebody who doesn't ever say shit like that, I was like, that was kind of worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry about your cousin. You took a chance on sexting and he was I like. I did. I was like, I felt horrified to type that. I was like, this is disgusting. Oh, that's so you know? funny. And then he, I read that and was like, never again. I fucking hate it. Did you ever talk to him after that? Yeah, we've DM'd a little bit. Nice. Look at that. Fuck Rest yeah. in peace to his cousin. Well, to his cousin, I mean. Yeah. Damn. What did you say back? I'm hard. I'm so sorry. I said, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. And he was like, uh, ah, it's fine. It was just sudden. And I was like, okay. Probably right after he sent the text the night before. Exactly. Right? I was like, fuck. When did you? Oh, my God. Immediately so bad. after he's sending you that shit and he gets a call from his mom. Yeah. I was like, damn. We got to go to Jersey. I was like, that was really not what I expected you to Good say. Good God. I would have rather gotten ghosted, honestly. <laughs> I hate getting ghosted. I don't like it. Um, I also hate it. It's rude as shit. It gives me anxiety, too. Yeah. Because I, I used to I used to have this thing about... I would never ghost somebody. I used to... Oh, it's much easier. Nice. I never do it to people. I'll say, like... I'll yeah. always send at least, like... Even if I'm kind of, like, fading with someone, I'll send a text, like, how's your week going? And if they don't respond... Yeah. And then it's done. I don't consider that a ghost. No. But if we're, like, talking and it's fizzling... But, like, if I hang out with someone or go on a date with someone or, like you know, we're hooking up or whatever. And then like, I hit them up being like, Hey, uh, you know, what's your schedule like this week? We should hang out. And we're talking consistently and they just ice it. I hate that. Yeah. It gives me like, I'm like, I get anxiety. I'm like, well, like, did I do something? And even though I know it's probably them, mm -hmm. you know, it's this, their behavior that I'm just like, Oh, what? Like, Oh my God. Like, I don't even think like, are they okay? <laughs> did they die? But yeah. I'm just like, oh are my they god, okay? do they do fuck. they hate me? Like, was it my, something I did? Like, what's what, yeah. like? And then you know, but luckily that hasn't happened in a, a, kind of a while, which is good. You've been doing the ghosting. Wait, you said no, you like we haven't been like no, like I haven't been ghosted by someone. Do you say someone. you just met somebody that you really like? Okay, well you know we don't have to bring that up. Oh it's, sorry, it's ended, <laughs> ended already. Um, oh shit. <laughs> Okay. Well, no, uh, I don't remember when I told you that. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I met someone after a show, but they weren't at the show, and uh, we hung out. She lives around the corner from here, and we hung out a couple times. Mm. We met when she had a boyfriend, and then she and broke walked, up with her boyfriend. I walked her home, and then yeah, she she broke up with her. She hit me up to hang out uh, 24 hours later, and we hung out, and then she told me that she broke up with her boyfriend this morning. I was like, okay, cool, mm. fun, um, fun. But yeah, that other girl that I was hanging out with, yes. I enjoyed hanging out with her, but that ended after like three weeks. Uh, you know, you can't win them all. Mostly, no. mostly you lose. Uh, mostly you lose. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, hey, this has been great. This is the longest pod we've done. Really? Yeah. Oh, this has moved very quickly. I've yes. loved it. Now, I've be, had a great before time. Before we go, you got to plug your Insta. Oh, it's Ruth Allen seven. Um, right. And then my Twitter is Ruth Allen, um, but it's spelled R-O-O-T-H. Yeah, smart. Definitely make it uh, different across all socials. Listen. Yeah, I, real good. 
fuck you. All right? you it's not that serious. Name. I don't care. I don't care. It's fine. This is going to be horrible. Yeah. When this drops, no. I'm going to so, be like, I can't believe I said all that shit. But I say so good. pretty grotesque shit. Probably going to come out in either two weeks or three weeks. Okay. We might put, uh, yeah. Yeah. And find me, Mike T. Carrigan, Instagram. Uh, Dylan Krasinski on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Rate, review, subscribe to See Outer Town Hall. These episodes are out every single Wednesday. Ruth is single, guys, so go, get in those comments. <laughs> go oh, give Ruth fuck. a follow. Make sure you look at all her stuff. She's very funny. Go see her live. And uh, that's it. We'll see you next week, baby. Yes. Good night. Bye. See Otter Town Hall. Okay,